You're listening to Inspiring Honey Radio. I'm your host, Gabrielle, and this podcast is designed to inspire, motivate, and empower and shine the light of the Lord into your everyday life. Hi, guys, and welcome to the Inspiring Honey Show today. I hope that your week has been going amazing, and I'm super excited because today's podcast is going to be an interview with one of my good friends, Sean. I recently met him through social media, and we became friends preparing for this Um, podcast interview and his story is so amazing and so inspirational and I cannot wait for you guys to hear the conversation that we had during this podcast interview. He has inspired me so much and I know that his story and his will and his love for God is going to inspire you guys so much and I really encourage you if you haven't already to check out his Instagram and to check out his music and just to really listen to what an awesome person he is through this interview. He is a recording artist and an inspiration and a light for Jesus. So without further ado, let's just get right into the interview. Hey, Sean, welcome to the show. Hey, how are you doing? Thanks for having me. I appreciate it, and um, it's a pleasure to be here. Well, thank you for being here. You're such an inspiration to me, and I love your music, so I can't wait to share it with all the listeners today. <laughs> Thanks. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's just get right into the question. So the first question I have for you today is, can you tell me about your childhood? Um. Well... I would like to say first that um, I spent most of my life in foster care. Um, uh, the last, you know, 15 years, I've been in care for 15 years. And, um, yeah, I mean, I spent most of my life in foster care and um, not having my parents, um, you know, it had a big effect on my life, um, especially my dad, not having my dad around. I um, had a tremendous effect on my life, like in a bad way. Uh, you know, I grew up with, you know, a lot of... Uh, anger issues because he wasn't there and I wanted him to be there. Um, saying my mom, um, I grew jealous of, you know, other people that had healthy families, um, because I didn't have that and that's something I really, really wanted really bad. So, yeah. But I also had a, a, a advantage to my life too. So Well, how did it have an advantage on your life? Um, can you talk I know we've talked about that before, but do you wanna share a little yeah. bit more with the listeners? Well, I mean, in a sense where I'm able to um, be related to people, like I can relate. Um, so when I'm writing um, songs, I can talk. I can be vulnerable and be honest and um, talk about like, like from like a, a, a standpoint, like you know, look, I I, I didn't have my, my parents in my life, and I'm angry. You know, you know, I used to be angry of not having them. And people, if you you know, be honest, and the music sounds good, and you put that in a song. Um, people will appreciate that, and you know, music is powerful. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it makes for a great story. But I mean, it's real life. So, yeah. Definitely, definitely. So, how has being in foster care and going through that shaped you as a person? Well, I mean, I, I get that. You know, that question a lot, and something that I, I say all the time is, you know, not having my um, biological parents made me appreciate my heavenly father a lot. And, and it's true, like, you know, who can, who else can you look to as a, from a father, you know, and that is, that, that you see, you know, um, can love you unconditionally like God, you know, he's, you know, the best lover, he's the best father, he's the best role model, you know, we look to him, you know, for guidance, and yeah, he's, yeah, he's the best, he, he's the best, I mean, yeah. <laughs> um, 
That's amazing. I think you're so inspirational. And I think it's amazing how you went through something so hard, but you took it and you're able to look at that and make it push you closer to God. I think that's so humbling. And that's such an inspiration for everyone because you went through such a hard time. um, And you're able to use that to be closer to God. Yeah. Um, He's, um, I I remember, um, like, like, something I'm doing in the city right now um, with my brother, you know, brother slash, he pastor slash, you know, whatever you want to call him. Um, he, you know, he uh, was just very, very patient with me. And um, he he uh, just spent a lot of time with me. And he told me, like, look, man, it's okay that, you know, not having your father around, not having, you know, not having that support system from your family and all that. And But what he's like, what you can do is you can, you know, stay in that that, you know, that path of, you know, anger, jealousy, hate, or you can change that mm-hmm. and make it into a positive. And something I want to do is, you know, take those negatives and make it into a positive. So, I love yeah. that. I'm all about positivity, and I absolutely love how you're doing everything to, like, glorify God. So who has been one of the biggest role models in your life? Um, that's, that's pretty hard. I, I don't really have... Um, any role models like that, but I do have people I pull from and I learn from. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, people like, you know, uh, John Piper, uh, Lecrae, David Platt, um, I like to say probably, um, NF, you know, you know, you know who NF is? I'm not familiar off the top of my head. Um, yeah, but like people like him, um, for King Country, you know, KB, um, just a lot of King people King. that I pull from and I learn from. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really have people that I like, you know, worship, worship like that, or, you know, like that is a role model to me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my, my brother, my, my brother was a role model to me and, um, but you know, he, he, he's dead and gone now. So, but that's, I, I would say that he's probably a role model to me, but outside of him, you know, it's people that I pull from and I learn from and I try to learn from their experiences and stuff like that. So. What inspired you to get into music? Um, what inspired me to get in music? Oh, okay. Um, I, when I was a kid, I, um, I would turn on, you know, like, you know, whoever was, like, big at the time, which is probably, like, Lil Wayne, um, I think Bootsy, you may, you may not know who Bootsy is, <laughs> it's, a little, it's a little, yeah, but, um, I would turn on, you know, their music, and I would act like I'm rapping, and I did not know how to rap at all, and, um, I tell people this all the time, like, that's when I, like, it's crazy that, like, I go back to that time where I didn't know how to rap and I was just, like, fake like I was rapping and to, like, now actually rapping and not actually being on stage and um, doing performances. It's really, really, like, crazy how that happens. Like, I think about that all the time and that will always be, like, one of my stories, like, how I got into music. That's how I got into music, you know, just, like, remembering, like, look, I was, like, this little kid running around acting like I was performing, you know, and, like, energy, happy, and, you know, not knowing how to rap at all, I was rapping other people's songs, and now, like, I'm actually rapping and creating my own songs and writing my own music, and it's crazy, like, how that happened. That's so. amazing, how you went from acting like a rapper to actually being a real rapper, and now you're yeah. on the stages <laughs> and everything. Yeah, that's awesome. But, um, yeah, it's, it's crazy, like, I think about that all the time, and I, and I get that question all the time. I'm like, look, man, when I was a kid, look, I was, like, pretending to be a rapper, and, like, now I'm actually a rapper. So, <laughs> so I, I like, I, I, people call me rapper, I like to say artist, because it's 
That's so cool. That's so amazing that your childhood dream is now your career. So who are some of your favorite artists? Who do you get most inspired from? Or who do you look up to most in the music industry? Um, I feel like every time I'm, I'm like, you know, watching a, uh, a uh, rap interview or like a Somebody that's going to hear who's an artist. People always say, like, you always hear this. It's like Biggie, Tupac, and um, Dr. Dre, and Nas. And I'm like, well, like, for me, like, I mean, I thought they were, like, cool people, but, like, they they didn't have any type of effect on me. I just I just saw what they did, and I, I respect them for what they did in hip-hop. But for me, like, I'm not really a hip-hop person. I, I mean, I listen to a lot of rap, and I, mean, I listen to rap almost every day, but that's not where I get my inspiration from. I get my inspiration from people like... You know, I'm, I'm the type of, like, person that is, like, the big 80s. Like, to me, that was just, like, everybody was just, like, dropping hits in the big 80s. So, I mean, I like people like, you know, um, Michael Jackson, Prince, Phil Collins, um, Whitney Houston, The Police, and, you know, just a little random, like, Jimmy Buffett. Like, people like that. Like, it's crazy <laughs> that, like, I apply inspiration from that. And, like, hopefully, you know, when I get, you know, when I get more comfortable with my music and more skilled at my craft, that I can take that big 80s sound and, mix it into rap, I guess. I don't know. But as of right now, that's who my inspiration is. So I'm not really a big a big hip hop person. Um, you know, people that are inspired by Nas, inspired by, you know, Eminem, inspired by, you know, Doctor J, people like that. Like they didn't really inspire me like that. But I respect what they did and and, you know, what they did in hip hop. They created hip hop, so <clears throat> What inspires your music today? The songs that you write and you share, what inspires them in the creation? Um, well, like like I said in like the other half documentary, um, just like where I come from, the pain that I experienced, the foster care system, um, just oh, and I had my dad around, I had my parents around, um, to you know my brother's death, um, which led me to Tallahassee. Um, from Palm Beach County, um, that that really you know inspires my music, um, and it's a, it's a lot of you know you know happy memories, sad memories that just come to one. I mean, I have you know a very sad song which is you know made me whole, and I have a very happy song which is living life. So I'm not my life wasn't just this whole you know depressing you know roller coaster. It was full of ups and downs like everybody's life, you know. So that's what really inspires my music, just everyday life and. Um, the challenges that God is bringing me through and um, the battles that I'm facing every day, um, whether it's present or um, present or like the past. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That's so relatable and inspirational because you've taken everything in your life and used it to like glorify God through music and through your actions now. Yeah, it's, it's crazy how like, you know, um, that God trusted me, trusted me with his word and um, trusted me with my talents. Um, it's crazy, like, you know, I can just, it's crazy how powerful music is and um, how God uses the Bible and he gives mm-hmm. us his word to preach to others. It's crazy how, how he can, like, trust, because, like, it's so important. Like, I feel like as Christians, we don't really realize how important the Bible is, how important God's word is. Sometimes I feel like you take it casually, but it's so, like, it's so, so fragile, so, so important. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's crazy that God trusted me with that because we can easily, you know, deceive people. We can easily, you know, um, you know, lead people astray. But the fact that God trusts trusts us with that, it's just it's just amazing. So 
crazy. Yeah, it's definitely amazing. I love how you talked about the power of the Bible because it is so important. And one thing that I always talk about is having people really read the Bible for themselves. And it's amazing that you're able to, like, take God's word and glorify it through music. I just think it's so cool. Yeah. Uh, Not not, not something that you said. You like, you know, it's important for us to read the Bible for ourselves. Like, I was listening to, um, I remember back in, when I was probably, like, probably in um, 10th grade, I think, and I went to my first, like, Christian, you know, uh, concert. Mm -hmm. And it it was social club. And they were just talking about, like, how um, they were like, you know what, man? Every time we're on these stages, um, they were talking about, like, a bar they had went to to perform. And it was like, you know what? You can perform, but just don't talk about Jesus. And, like, they looked at each other. It was like, you know what? We're going to talk about Jesus. And, like, it's just crazy how, like, you know, and that's when I first, like, heard about Lecrae. That's when I first heard about those guys, um, the, like, the Christian-type music, because... Um, even before that, when I was like in eighth grade, my um, foster dad gave me like CDs of Lecrae and CDs of, you know, um, these all these artists. And I'm like, you know what, man, I turned it on, but I, I guess I wasn't ready to listen to it yet. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, this this, this is lame. This is so lame. You know, I would never ever listen to this ever again. And I went to that concert and I'm like, my eyes were open. So I went back and I started listening to the music. I'm like, man, this is, this is, this is good. This is good music. <laughs> this is good. Like, they're like, they're like really taking the gospel, making it like you know, like impacting people. And um, one thing I got from um, was Lecrae. I think this, I think one of the albums was Rebel or something like that. And um, he said um, it was like this preacher on on the intro of the song, and it was like you know what, the only rebellion left is reading our Bibles. You know what I'm saying? Like that's crazy. Like the only rebellion left is reading our Bibles. You have to learn, like because. You know, you know, back then in the Old Testament, it was talking to us, you know, through miracles. And now, like, you know, we don't need the miracles anymore. We have God's Word. You have to, to hear from God. You got to go to it, you know. I mean, you can pray and you can ask and all that. But the main, you know, prominent way is reading the Bible. And, you know, you say that you said that because it takes you back to that moment when I first, you know, actually listened to one of the Christian refugees that I heard. So, yeah. So awesome how God was able to use that concert to just like change your life and open your eyes to a whole new realm yeah. of Christian music. And now you're a Christian music artist. Yeah. <laughs> I, it is crazy how, like, you know, all the things that, you know, that we think that, you know, that just passed us like day by day. And like, you won't think that's really impactful, but then like you come to like another situation, you go back to that situation and like, wait. That was for this purpose right here. Like, it's just crazy how that works out. And, you know, when you're just faithful to, you know, what God has. And, um, you know, when God has ordered something, you know, Definitely. that order can't be called off. So, it's crazy. Definitely. I love how you said that. That is such a good point, how everything happens for a reason. And it leads us to another place in our life that God wants us to be. Wow. That's so amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so what's the best part of being a musician for you? Um, well, like I said earlier, I mean, music is powerful, mm-hmm. and that's the best thing about being an artist, And but there's also, like, a scary part and to where, like, you know, you have, you know, people want to hear, a lot of people want to hear, you know, you know, sex, money, drugs, like, that's mm-hmm. very common nowadays, and, um, and, and when we're listening to music, it's just like, you know what, man, it's, it's just a song. But it's crazy how, like, you know, like, a lot of guys, a lot of my a lot of my partners that are in prison and that have been, 
you know, led, led to a road of destruction because of music. And, and like I said, like, we're thinking that it's just music, but music is so, so powerful. Like, you think, okay, you know, I'm just gonna, you know, man, shoot the police or, you know, shoot this, you know, N-word. And I'm like, if you keep listening to that, when the situation that you are, like, like a, a dangerous situation, you just might pull the trigger on a police officer. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's crazy how, like, like, you think it's just music, but it's really not. It's very, very powerful. Mm-hmm. And, um, like, whenever I'm, de- you know, whenever, and this goes to anybody, whenever you're depressed, whenever you're happy, whenever you're, you know, sad, whenever, like, you always, like, music, you know, provokes that. Music, you know, um, you know, makes you feel better sometimes. Music can, you know, put you in a good mood sometimes. You know, like, oh, happy day. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's yeah. just crazy. Like, people don't realize how powerful music is. You know, and that's, that's kind of a gift from God, too. But, you know, it's, like, what I want to do is I want to take that and use it to to make an impact. And instead of, like, you know, you know, causing a war with it and, you know... Because it, it does, it can, and if you let it, it will, like, you know, lead you down destruction because it's powerful. Mm-hmm. That's what it does, so... Wow. Yeah, music is so powerful. And I think that everything you said about it is so true that it really does affect you because you've heard the term like garbage in, garbage out before. And that's like exactly <laughs> what you're touching on. <laughs> yeah, I heard that one. But, um, as a matter of fact, my, 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 my buddy is that said that all the time. Um, took me and So yeah, he does, you know, and as a matter of fact, like that's something that really, you know, made an impact on my life. And, um, so my youth pastor's dad, um, I'll be always going on the boat. We always go fishing. Um, and he's almost like a second dad to me. Um, he always takes me out fishing. He always takes me, um, you know, to the movies with him sometimes. And um, I always go over there, like, um, as a matter of fact, I just posted on Instagram about, like, you know, like, they're selling house now. And um, and I wrote all my favorite songs there. I wrote, you know, Living Life. I wrote Focus Up. I wrote um, Long Live the Faith at his house. And now he's selling house. And I was kind of, like, pretty, you know, angry about it, but then again, like, but he always said that, you know, look, garbage in, garbage out. Whatever you listen to, whatever you, um, you know, whatever you, you're looking at, um, it's going to eventually come to the surface. So, I mean, just always knowing that and always realizing that, look, man, if I want to make an impact, then I have to, you know, have to receive impactful stuff. So, crazy. That's amazing. So can you tell me a little bit more about Focus Up and the inspiration for it? Focus Up. <laughs> well, it's okay. um, that's something that I do with also my most um, successful song, which is Focus Up. And um, it's built off of Colossians 3.2, which is set your mind on things above and not on the earthly things. Um, you know, and I feel like, now, um, especially in this day and age, we're like we're focusing on you know our Twitter likes, and we're focusing on our um, our Instagram likes, and we're focusing on you know what people think of us, and we really should be focusing on you know what God thinks of us, us, and and what are we trying to do with our lives? And so I just feel like that's you know that's I feel like that's the most you know the most you know controversial thing right now. Like I feel like I could just make something that you know, all people can relate to, which is focus up. I mean, how many times we're focusing on what we're dressing on or what we're going to, you know, wear to school the next day or what we're going to, you know, you know, what, what's the next girl I'm going to date? You know, like, mm-hmm. it, it, even with middle schoolers and high schoolers and, you know, elementary people. And so I feel like you just got to focus up. I mean, it sounds kind of cliche, but it's really, you know, something that, something that, you know, 
that is leading us to destruction because, you know, our cell phones, you know, I have a huge addiction to my cell phone, you know, and something that, you know, I need to, something I need to, you know, deal with. And uh, part of that is, you know, I need to be in my Bible. I need to be focusing on what God thinks and, you know, and, and all that type of stuff. So, yeah, that's so true because everybody's so far focused on like phones or Instagram and stuff like that. And what you said is so right. We need to focus on God. And I love that. I love that so much. Yeah, and like sometimes I'm like, you know, on my phone, I'm just like so through Instagram. And, um, and like, you know, I, I may see like, you know, this very cute couple or like, you know, this, this, you know, this rapper that I want to be like or this. You know, like this, and it's so like if you spend so much time on your phone, sometimes you can you can fall into those those you know those creases and ditches of like you know look man, this has popped up and I struggle with this and you know and like it's I don't know that's that that's something that I, I'm not sure about other people, but for me, um, like it's like a lot of jealousy for me and um and if I'm on it too long, you know I see things that I don't want to see and and it affects me so. Definitely. I think it's really important because I know a question I get a lot from people is, well, I don't have time to read the Bible. And I always say, well, if you're on your phone or you have time to watch TV, you have time to spend with Jesus. And I think that like Focus Up relates to that so much. I guarantee you 80% of our time, you know, most people is on the phone. Mm -hmm. And so if you just cut that, I I think about the times where, you know, I I was most, most like, you know, most, you know, proactive and most, progressive is when I didn't have a phone, which was in, you know, 10th, I mean, 10th grade and 9th grade and 8th grade, I was, you know, doing all the time, you know, playing football, I was on the track, I was on, you know, the, the soccer team, I was, I was, you know, performing at every porch event I could perform at, and then when I got strong, you know, I could barely have time to read my Bible, it's kind of crazy how that happens, you know, mm-hmm. so we make time for the things that we, that we think is important, so I can, I can, I can create time to, you know, watch once upon a time on, on Netflix. I can tell you that right now. But sometimes, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, but sometimes I can, like, you know, progress, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, procrastinating on, you know, reading my Bible. Yeah. So it's crazy how, so what's important is to make time for Definitely. I'm always saying that because whatever your priorities are, they come first. And I think that we all just need to make Jesus our number one priority. Focus up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, <I'm> kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yes, focus up. Um, so what is one of your favorite Bible verses? Um that correlates. Um, I'll say um John three thirty, um, which is um he must decrease and I must like he must increase, but I must decrease. Um I just feel like me as a person that's always worrying about like, okay. What's my next mission? What's my next goal? What's my next song I'm going to write? What's my next, you know, who's the next person I want to be friends so I can, you know, preach the gospel to? Um, but I have to decrease for that, you know, for that to increase. And, and that's something that, like, something that gets in the way is myself. And I have to, you know, one of the songs that, I mean, I always, like, go to songs to, you know, help me out with when I'm trying to talk or in my life. And um, and one, one song that, I, that um, Describes his best is um, KB. Um, I forgot the song. I think it's called Drowning or something like that. And he said, um, "If um, you don't trust lies, do you? Then why you trust your own heart?" And that's kind of like John three thirty. Like you know, like stop, stop, like, stop letting yourself get in the way. Like you know, like you try to do all the work, but you know that doesn't work like that in Christian. You know what I'm saying? I mean, in Christianity, it doesn't work like that. If you're trying to follow Jesus and be faithful, 
you know, you don't do the work, you know. Mm-hmm. You work, I mean, you you know, God doesn't work, you, you, you work out of that because of what he's done for you. That is so powerful and holds so much truth, everything you just said. So how has your faith inspired and shaped your music and your just life all around today? Um, I, w- I would say that, um, first I would say that I, I don't really, I'm a Christian, but I don't really do Christian music. And the reason why I say that is because, I mean, if you listen to, you know, um, you know, some of my songs, a lot of times it's just like, you know, I'm just talking about foster care system. That doesn't really sound, you know, um, that doesn't sound Christian to you. But I'm a Christian, I, I do, like, if I'm a Christian, I shouldn't be making music that, you know, that, you know, contradicts the Bible. But, like, I'm I'm a Christian, but I don't do Christian music. I just do music that makes an impact. You know, some, some songs may be about God. Some, some songs may be about, you know, what I think of, you know, the world. Some songs may think about, you know, sometimes, some songs I may talk about, like, you know, the foster care system or the anger that I'm dealing with, the jealousy that I'm dealing with, or the struggle that I face every day. Like, I'm a Christian, but I don't make Christian music. But my Christianity should impact my music. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So if I'm a Christian, I sh- so if I'm a Christian, I shouldn't be talking about sex. I shouldn't be talking about drugs. I should be talking about things that's going to make an impact. Or, you know, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't yeah. know how to explain it that well, but yeah. I don't make, like, to say that I make Christian music is would say that I'm just making it for the church. But I'm, I make music for broken people. I make music for people, kids that are in foster care primarily. I make kids. I make uh, music for, you know, the broken hearted, you know, people that don't know what they're doing with their lives. You know what I'm saying? Like, I make music for everybody. You know, I make music for the person that, you know, got a million dollars, you know, money that we, we never even seen before. Like, you know, so I make music for everybody. Mm-hmm. And, you know... I know what you're saying, though. Like, you're a Christian, and you have Jesus in your heart, so it impacts every aspect of your life, which should be true for all of us, because if we have Jesus in us, then it affects how we live our lives every single day. (laughs) You basically just summed it up. (laughs) (laughs) I hope so. (laughs) So what is one of your favorite songs that you've written? Um, that I've written. That was a good one. Um, I, uh... My favorite song is I have a I have a lot of them. I mean, I have Living Life, which is one of my favorites. I have Focus Up, which is one of my favorites. Um, Made Me Whole, which is one of my favorites. But I feel like the one that really holds it in my heart is probably um, Long Live the Faith, and just how true, how just how truthful it is. Um, in the first verse, I was like, um, um, Long Live the Faith. God is in control. I just let Him do His thing. Uh, my whole life's been a race. All thanks be God, satisfied with His grace. Think about the past, smoking weed, I've done it. Running from the Lord, making plays, I've done it. Like, just, like, how truthful it is, like, mm-hmm. you know, and I just feel like, you know, I was, I was, like, when I was writing that, I was, like, crying because I was just, like, you know, like, God, man, like, you always, like, I just think about all the things that I've done and, um, and, like, I, I don't really, like, I don't, I don't deserve the grace that I have and deserve the things that I have right now, and, but I have them. I have, you know, I have a, a, you know, productive people that support me, you know, a whole team that support me that is, you know, living out, you know, missionary lives. And um, it's crazy that, like, God surrounds me with those people that I can learn from and pull from when I really don't deserve it, you know? So, and I wrote that song, you know, like, long live the faith, like, have faith. You know, I mean, whatever you've been through, whatever you've, you know, done, and, and you may feel like, you may feel all guilty and, you know, I mean, like, 
don't know. I mean, that's, I don't know how to explain it, but, like, yeah. I think you did a really great job explaining it. Um, but what is your biggest aspiration for the future? Um, biggest aspiration for the future. Um, I feel like, uh, um, being able to preach, um, something that's been on my heart. Um, I, I feel like that's the next step in my life, but I'm, like, nervous about it. Um, and I'm pulling from, you know, my youth pastor, I'm pulling up for my teaching pastor and my um, lead pastor and just talking with them about it and then give me a lot of um, good tips on, you know, maybe if, if that's in your heart, then maybe you should do it. And so now what we're doing at our church now is having a preaching cohort. And so basically all the young guys in our church that um, <clears throat> that they think will, you know, make an impact in, um, in the city, um, mm. we're just going to have a class, you know, every other month, starting August, every other month or every other week. I'm not sure you haven't made a final decision yet. And we're just going to just learn how to preach, um, learn how to, to uh, approach the Bible, learn how to say, you know, different, you know, different things, um, and try, basically how to preach. And, um, so yeah, I hope, I hope, I hope that's the, that's the route for me. Um, but I feel like that's, that's what's, um, the next step for me, but I'm not sure yet. Um, something I have to keep praying about and asking God to, um, keep bringing people in my life to help me on that. So, yeah. It's amazing that God is now calling you into ministry. Wow, I think you're going to be a great preacher. I can definitely see you as a preacher. (laughs) Yeah, I hope so. So what, Um, despite everything you've gone through and finding Jesus now, what really keeps you positive? What always reminds you to turn back to God and to just keep Jesus in your heart? Um. It's a very, very broad question, but um, I mean, I mean, God keeps me positive. Um, you know, just, just like I said, like He's probably one of my biggest role models. Um, just seeing what He's done, um, I have to um, just like look to Him as, as an example, um, and not take this thing lightly, um, because it can be dangerous and it can be um, tiresome. But I feel like, like, look, man, like if I want to make an impact. If I want to make a difference, if I want to, you know, follow Jesus, then he has to be the model and he has to be the example that I, that I live by and follow. And, um, yeah, I mean, it sounds kind of cliche, but it's, it's actually true. Like, he has to be the example. Um, I have to believe that he, you know, died on the cross and resurrected three days later. I have to believe those things. Like, not like, you know, yeah, I just believe, not actually believe in actually, like, that's something I think about constantly. That's something that I pray about um, and, and really just, like, yeah, and because I feel like a lot of times he's like, yeah, man, I believe, you know, God died on the cross, and yeah, I believe he, you know, you know, you know, fed 5,000 people. Yeah, I believe Moses, you know, and like, but people just like say that, but not actually believe it, believe mm-hmm. it. You know, they just like, yeah, oh, man, yeah, we we'll actually believe that. Yeah. Um, so he has to be the model that we live by, and we learn from the pool from. So every time we, like, every time we read in the Bible and ask ourselves, like, is this, like, does my life look like Jesus' life? Like, Really like that, man. Oh. Wow, yeah. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. I know you always inspire me every time we talk, and I know that you're going to inspire everyone who <laughs> listens, and you're going to do uh, so, so many amazing things. Uh, yeah, man, I, I, I'm, it's a pleasure to, to uh, be on the show. I, I, I just want to thank you. I mean, I've never done a podcast before, so it's really <laughs> interesting how, how it works, and so thank you. I, I hope I... I'm on many podcasts, and I love the show, and I listen to it a lot, so I think it's pretty tight.
It was such an honor and so amazing to be able to have Sean share his story and a little bit more about his music with you guys on today's podcast. You can download his music on iTunes and you can also find his music on YouTube at his YouTube channel, which is H-N-S-T-Y-V-O, V-E-V-O. And you can also follow him on Instagram at I-A-M-H-N-S-T-Y. And I really just encourage you guys to do that because he has been such an inspiration to me. And I know that all his posts and all his music is going to be able to inspire and shine a light into your life. So thank you guys so much for choosing to listen to today's podcast and listen to the Inspiring Honey show. Remember to stay connected all things with Inspiring Honey all week at Inspiring Honey on Instagram, Inspiring Honey on Twitter, Inspiring Honey on Facebook, and remember to stay up to date with all podcasts, blogs, and new posts on inspiringhoney.com. There's also an email list on inspiringhoney.com that you can sign up for to get all new newsletters and exciting information so you guys aren't going to want to miss that. I'm so excited because next week's podcast is going to be on the topic of garbage in, garbage out, and I cannot wait for you guys to hear that episode of the podcast. So make sure you subscribe and you won't miss that. Until next week, have a beautiful day, and I am so excited to be able to connect with you all across social media.